save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you give us a call right now on the Mr. Floor helpline, it's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at Mr. Floor. Dot com. Dot com. You can also join us on Patreon if you want to help support the show. Patreon.com backslash Mighty House. And we are giving away the uh, 24-inch level from Klein Tools. And with that, I think it's time to talk cars. Since Robbie's not here, Rich, we can talk cars. We can talk trucks. She's not going to stop and roll her eyes at us. No, that's fine. I like cars. I know. I know. I like cars. But we've got somebody... Oh, no, Trixie's doing it. Now she's going to come in here and smack us. But That's uh, fine. That's a, we're, I'll, I'll take the hit for you, Rich, since, okay. since you're not here. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. What's wrong, Randall? You're good? All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phones and bring on Michael, and I believe it's Mikhail. Is that correct, sir? That's right. That's and, right. Good morning. And you are from Rivian Motor Vehicles, correct? Uh, Rivian. Just Rivian. Yes, Rivian. Ri- oh, just Rivian. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So you guys have started, the car show's in town here. I don't know if you know that. The uh, our, I'm sorry, Rich. The auto show is here in Chicago. Yes, the 2019 auto show. And are you guys in that this year or not? We're not on the floor, but I was just there yesterday. So I was walking the floors of McCormick Place just yesterday. So how many electric vehicles did you see there? Oh, uh, oh that's a great question. Um, I'm not sure if a couple of the other major players were there. I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if Tesla were there. I didn't see them. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but most manufacturers now are launching some kind of electric vehicle. And, and I think it's, it's worth thinking about that in terms of, uh, electric vehicles don't compete with each other as much as they compete with the vehicles in the segment in which they're launched. So if we're launching an SUV, then our, our SUV is going to, compete against other SUVs, and if we launch a pickup truck, our pickup truck is going to compete against other pickup trucks. Sure. So, uh, really? So it doesn't, so, so you don't, you, so it doesn't really matter that one is all electric and white might, one may be a hybrid and white might just be fossil fuel burning. It's so, but your yeah. marketing says that it's really just to do with the truck itself or the car or after you Yeah, I mean, I think in the end, that's what will happen. And I think right now, as the technology is so new, people are very aware of it. And there are, of course, early adopters who want the latest and greatest and newest. And so they they get drawn to things electric. And let's say they own a Tesla already. 
and mm-hmm. they like electric drive. They they they're a convert, which tends to happen. And then they're looking for a pickup truck. Well, then of course they'll look at us because you know they're very comfortable with the technology, and and Tesla doesn't sell a pickup truck, and we will. So that's our space, or they like the brand. But over time, you know, over time, people, it's like saying, well, you know, there's a difference between petrol and diesel. Right. Well, yeah, but but when you're shopping, you buy the truck first, and then you decide what kind of, um, drive what kind line of gas you want. Right, right. What, what right. kind of drive line you want right. in it. And, yeah, and a lot yeah, of times, that right. depends on what you do. I mean, the majority of pickup trucks on the road today, and I mean, think about it. Everybody's scrapping sedans. Yes. Nobody wants a sedan or a coupe. Yep. Everybody wants an SUV. So that said, a pickup trucks, mine is basically no longer a work truck. And I want an all-electric, right. but nobody's building it yet. You know what I mean? I'm on a wait list with right. Ron on another vehicle, and, and it's a, it's actually a hybrid, but it's 90% electric. But, no, I mean, it's exciting to see it come out, and you're not going to hit production until, like, 2020? That's right. That's yeah. right. We're just uh, setting up now, and, you know, we're building cars in Illinois. Uh, factory is if you know the old Mitsubishi factory. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. In normal Bloomington, normal. Yeah, that place was available and very good condition. And uh, we took a look at it and we thought it would suit us just fine. It's a great place to be. There's a lot of skilled workers down there too. Yeah, you know, they were building yes. cars for a long time there. They know how to do it. So we thought we'd oh, take awesome. a look at that and uh, pick that place up. And we're just in the process now of refurbishing it and getting it ready for uh, production. Okay, so. Instead of doing what Tesla comes out and says, okay, we're going to build a, a vehicle where only a few people are buying, you know, sedans like that. People don't buy sedans. The best-selling vehicle is a pickup truck. So yep. you guys decided, why, why should we sell to the smallest market? Why don't we sell to the largest market? That kind of seems like what you guys were thinking when you did this. It, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, and it's also when we were looking at other electric makers, um, I think because the technology came out and the, the the initial advantage of the technology, of course, is instant torque. So things are very quick when they're uh-huh. made mm-hmm. with an electric drive. And so that really right. leans itself to sports cars. Uh-huh. So when you see the first, you know, electric vehicles coming out, they were sports cars. Tesla and uh, Faraday and Karma and all those people were making sports cars, which is great because, boy, I bet you remember 10 years before that, electric cars were slow they were golf carts that's what you went <laughs> right. to the golf course in right yeah and you're like oh it's an electric thing and at least tesla and those guys proved that electric can be fast uh-huh right so we came along and said well look there's all these people in this space here we don't need to be in that space there's a better space for us and we looked around and we saw there was nobody making electric pickup trucks and nobody making big suvs so we said all right well let's do that but along the way we have to prove another few things are not true either you can get our truck wet. It weighs up to three feet. Battery's fully submersible. So if you're crossing a Ford in a stream in a pickup truck or our SUV, it's no problem at all. So you can get them wet. Take it you washed get away. Them dirty. Battery's um, good, because, but you got uh, washed away. Well, yeah, d- it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, what is it? At three feet, it starts to float? At three feet, yeah. You've been doing your homework. It's bit, Well, um, yeah, there's a secondary story in that. Because there's no engine, in the vehicle, we could have made the vehicle look like anything we wanted it to, but uh-huh. we wanted to keep those classic truck proportions. People know what a truck is. Right. They know what it looks like. They get yeah, the general proportions. So we kept those proportions, you know. There's an engine bay and a cabin and a, and a, and a bed. Right. Well, there's nothing in the engine bay because the engine bay is now storage. Well, it's really, really useful. Well, and you've got the lovely storage. pass-through. 
behind yeah. the seat. Yeah. yeah. We have a pass-through underneath the vehicle where the running gear used to be. So that's also storage, which is great. Right. But what that also means is the vehicle carries lots of air around with it, uh-huh. uh, which doesn't weigh much, and that's good too, until you get into water. And then it does float a little bit. So three feet is really the maximum we're saying to people, Anything over that, you might want to balance the car down a little bit. <laughs> That's I feel real. A grand tour, I feel a Grand Tour episode coming up. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, well. three, three feet, six <laughs> inches of water. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. they're, they're, bolt, they're, they're bolting a, uh, a Johnson to the tailgate, and off they go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, so, it's so funny because so I know it. Get them wet. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. Okay. Yeah, so the, the second thing is you know, now you can get them wet. And then we wanted to make sure people understood you could get them dirty. So if you go back to the old, you know, Series 1 Range Rovers, where they were wiped down interiors, and they were, you could hose them down. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The Jeeps were similar too. Yep. So right. we're not quite there, but we're not far away. The idea of the interior is uh, it, it, it's not the carpeted interior. It's a wiped down interior. It's a, a harder wear material called Chilwich. And now this is a really premium car. You know, this is a car that could compete with Range Rover and compete with the higher end pickups and SUVs. But we wanted to make sure you could get it clean again, get it dirty, get it clean again. So that's the third thing we wanted to disprove. And so that's, that's our space is to prove that wetness, that dirtiness, that use thing um, in a space that electric vehicles hadn't been up till now. Huh. Nice. That's cool. So, Okay, and uh, we're talking to Michael McHale, and you are from Rivian. You guys have a pickup truck out, and uh, also, are you building the SUV at the same time? And is that on the same yeah, platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, okay, so you're yeah, going the same platform. Okay, so it, uh, it's, it's uh, so you're going to be making the same wheelbase, same engine stuff. You're just dropping a different body on it then. No the, the wheelbase is slightly different. There's a few inches difference between the two oh, okay. the packaging, but it's the same thing. And the beauty of our uh, technology is it's really a skateboard. So if you think of, <laughs> you know, like, like a regular skateboard, right? So that's the battery pack. But the skateboard, the thing you put your foot on, that's the battery pack. Okay. And it, there's a wheel at each corner, and that's the skateboard. So that's a rolling chassis, if you like, with all the, all the bits on sure. it. And if we put an SUV on top of it, that's great. If we put a pickup truck on top of it, that's great. Okay. What it also means is it's a very flexible uh, chassis length. We can just alter the length of the chassis by taking battery packs out. Okay, hang on a second, Michael. Uh, we got to do a... Michael, hang on. we got to take a break. Here. we got to take on. a break. Hang yeah, on go. a second. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Miss Fleur helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Fleur cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. And we're also, everybody that calls in today and asks a question, you will win or you will get a gift certificate to the Firehouse Grill here in Evanston. It's a great place for lunch and or dinner, and they've got a lot of great beers on tap there. So give us a call, 877-711-5611. And if you've got a question for Michael McHale from Rivian, He's also on the line, and we're talking to Michael today about the Rivian pickup truck and 
the uh, SUV that they're coming out with in 2020. It's going so, to be built here in Illinois, just mm-hmm. just south of Chicago. So it's a hometown vehicle. That's pretty cool. And Michael, is this thing all wheel drive, uh, rear wheel drive, front wheel drive? How what what's that set up there? Yeah, it's all of those things because it is powered by four motors. So each wheel has its own motor, and they are held in board at the wheels. We don't like motors in the wheels because uh, that's kind of heavy. Sure. And uh, they're vulnerable out there. So we have put them in board with bolting together, two at the front, two at the back. They don't talk to each other mechanically, uh, but they drive each wheel independently. So you can have all-wheel drive. You can have three wheels going forwards, one wheel going backwards. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and if you, right? What? If you're rock <laughs> roll, you can, you can, you can inch by inch two wheels forward and keep the other two, you know, stationary. It's a beautiful level of control. We call it um, quad motor all wheel drive. Wow. So the only other thing you need now is a little switch on the dash so you can do the crab thing and drive diagonally, what? which is damn convenient well, for yeah, parking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we will have a button that's called. Um, oh, that has to come back to that. That's just slipped my mind. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, and, 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 uh, wow, uh, I'm sorry, say that again. Tank steer. So, it's a button you can press and the vehicle spins in its own space. It's, it's cool. Oh, oh, nice. Excellent. Oh, it spins in its own space. That's bizarre. That's sweet. So, uh, we were talking during the break there, and for everybody on the air, this also has a, uh, let me see if I get this right, it's got the bonnet. And in the front, where you can put more stuff, normally there's an engine there, but in, in this case with the Rivian, you've just got a trunk up front. Right. Yes. Okay. And and that was you said that was sealed, so you can put stuff in there. And lockable. Right? Lockable. Now, is the bed, can I throw a 4 by 8 sheet of plywood in the bed? Yeah, you know, that's a common question we get asked on this stuff. Um, our bed is slightly shorter than what was typical because we thought that the storage underneath the cab was, was equally as important. So you put the, both of those in there, it has to be a lot of sacrifice. But there's plenty of room in the bed. So the, the plywood can go in. It might hang over the end a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so, that's okay. What? does on my new one, too. <laughs> that's not Because it's a toy truck. It's not a it, truck truck. That's right. That, it, Rich went out. He did. He got rid of his, his man truck, and now he's got a boy's truck. So Right. That, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're making that fairly clear. That this is not a construction uh, machine. This is a this is a uh, a car for a for a family to go and enjoy the weekend in. Uh, well, I mean, that, the thing is, it gets, it's ahead. still a practical vehicle. I mean, with a four hundred mile range on a charge, that's pretty amazing. But I mean, you can still go run around, do a bunch of stuff, and it's still light hauling. Right. It's not. You're right. It's not something yeah, I would consider that I'm going to be putting a roof load on it. Towing. Yeah, it's got the seventeen sixty payload and. So 11,000 pound-feet of torque for towing, which is just ridiculous because that's what electricity can do for you. Right, sure. Uh, in the end, you need the, the towing is restricted by the stiffness of the body. Sure. And we could make it tow even more, making the body even stiffer, but then you're adding even more weight. So you've got to find a right. reasonable level. Okay. Towing is great uh, so, in terms of but, a capability. And it, it'll get your work done for you. But like I say, if, if you're a construction company hiring a fleet of 100 F-150s to, you know, build a new housing development sure go by then oh okay <laughs> all right so- well that actually leads into one of the thoughts i had because ford was announcing last week how they were going to commit to an all-electric truck 
and with the success of the sales of Ford F-150s, I was like, it, it makes me concerned for you. Like, you need to get to market and build that market. But you're actually saying, you already said, you're only going to compete against trucks and be fine anyway. So, Well, and I stopped at the Ford dealer, and I asked them about it, and they go, well, we don't know anything. So the Ford dealers don't even know anything about it. So, Well, that's because they're the dealer. Yeah, I, I, did no, I did notice that Ford made that announcement um, shortly after we made ours, actually. Sure, but, exactly. Um, but that's for another day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, no one gets a free run at everything forever. And if you're the only brand in the market, maybe there's a good reason why you're the only brand in the market. Yeah. <laughs> right. The market, you know. And yeah. if, so, you're only, if you're the only person selling ice cream in, in January, you, there's probably a reason. Yeah, so, uh, so, Ron, do you want to bring up the 800-pound gorilla in the room, or do I? Yeah, so Michael McHale from Rivian Motors. Now, you're, you're building the pickup truck and an SUV, and, mm-hmm. and the pickup truck's a four-door also, correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay, so here's the here's the big question, and Rich and I were talking about this off-air a little bit uh, when we when I told him you were coming on. What's up with the headlights? It's, it, you don't like them? I, I no. don't... You know, here's I tell you what, the, the back of the truck and the sides of the truck are awesome. I'm not a big fan of the front end, and the front end is what sells. It's the grill. It's the teeth. Right. I and, mean, if I bought a Tesla, yeah. I'd take it to a body shop and paint a grill on the front end. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look right. It needs to be... It, yeah, need, I'll, I'll give you a it needs to be meaner, you know? It's, it's, it's almost yeah, like it's too cutesy. Yeah, there's two or three things at play there, and... Uh, you know, we're an electric car company. We don't need a grill. And it would be a little bit, because we don't need to breathe any air, right? Sure. Right. So it would be a little bit disingenuous of us to put a big grill on there, you know, <laughs> you know, like a fake, like having fake, you know, uh, air over the, the tires. You know, it's fake cooling. It's not like, like don't do it. Okay, I my mean, Corvette's an old one. It's got else. teeth. And I got a bar in my it's 57, like and my new Chevy truck's got yeah. chrome from bottom to top. Yeah, it's. I, I think if you're in the chrome plating business right now, life is good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of business for you. And, and that seems to be happening more and more, you know, at the moment. That's what's going on in that space. So we wanted to be, you know, a little bit different and not be like everybody else and make something signature that's out. And okay. that's our signature look. And but I do like the back. I like how you have the the back around wrap, yeah, the you. light, the sides look yep. awesome. I said that was the only thing. And the interior actually looks pretty darn nice, too. So trust me, Ron and I are just teasing yeah. you because we're huge supporters and, and would you know wish you nothing but the best, especially the fact that you're building these in Bloomington Normal. Yeah. You know, in a state that yeah. needs, not, you know, jobs and good, empl- you know, good industry. So yep. it's awesome. Yeah. So- so is, is yeah, that is, and that is, so what's up with, you have, here's the other thing, it's oval headlights, which I thought, originally I went, okay, oval headlights, that's pretty cool, that's interesting, but it's like, it's, it's, it just looks like it's missing something in the front. Do you remember how it worked out for the Edsel? <laughs> the oval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, let me tell you this, you know, uh, everything has to move forward over time. Sure. And yes. when we put, the, you know, it, it's a, I would say it's a bit like looking at the old steam trains, and then when the electric trains came along or the diesel trains, you all said, well, where's the smokestack? doesn't look right without the smokestack. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Where's, where's the steam coming out the top? That's not a real train unless it has a big, you know, Smoke big stack. chimney at the front. Sure. Yeah, you know, we don't have to make them like that anymore. <laughs> and when you put it, 
when you put our truck next to something, you know, that's current, it, whatever's current starts to look pretty dated, yeah. in all honesty. Yeah, okay. And yes, yes, there's that movement, but we wanted to make people aware there was a movement. So we kept the proportions very traditional. You get that. It's a truck. I get mm-hmm. it. But we want to do something to say, on your second look at your car, you say, oh, wait. That's not a truck. And then you go through that process. So that really works for us. And, you know, it's like anything. Over time, you know, when, um, boy, I've been in the industry a long time, and I can remember a lot of movements and changes. And every time that change came in, you know, the world said, this is a terrible thing. And then guess what? They all look like that now. Yeah. So here's the, right. here's the thing that uh, Rich and I would also like to do. You say it's not made for contractors, but we'd like to get a, a, a loaner from you and like to see if I can get all the tools from my van in, into the truck and see if we can go do a couple service calls and, you know, a couple of jobs using the truck. We just need it for a week or so, you know, and we'll try and load yeah, it up, well, put ladder racks I on it and everything. So I need a new generator. So if we can see if your generator fits in the back of our truck, I'll drive it back to New Jersey. We could make it on a couple of charges, no problem. There we go. See, and I'll just keep the generator. That's, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I can do that. And then we can also do the, uh, if you want a Generac, we can put up a Generac system and hook that up to your house. Whatever, you know, we can do a little, uh, a little a horse trade. Man, did you just get you way off topic. To you drive to my house and do all the things that my wife says I need to fix up. Sure. If oh. you drive to my house, in the Rivian, yes. we'll, we'll give you the loan if you come and fix my house. Up. Okay, so there here's, you go. now wait, wait, we're bringing this full circle here, Michael. Okay, so Rich and I pick up the truck from normal, because it's right here in Illinois anyway. We load it up with our tools and equipment, and then we drive it to New Jersey. We fix your house, and there there we go. There's a full test. That's exactly right. Yes, if we can do that, we're all in. See? There's nothing unethical about that whatsoever. If anybody from no, Rivian, just, well, at least he, no, because he committed public. So the the Rivian SUV that actually is a, a pretty sharp looking vehicle. Yes. Too. Yeah. I, I, it is. Uh, it is. We just oh, took it out of the like fast and, and it gave it gave it its sort of world outside debut in uh, in Austin, and you know people were just stopping dead in the street because it's just got such great proportions. It just looks. Great. Yes. The, the it cover does. stat that I haven't told you about is, is horsepower. So both of these things are 800 horsepower. Jeez. And you, you say, well, you're what? And, you know, it's, again, it's this big shift. Right. So right. you probably, the 350 was a big number. Uh huh. 500 horsepower was a big number. You had a 500 horsepower Mustang, it was a nice thing. Yeah. And suddenly we're talking about 800, 800 horsepower in an SUV. And and then of course, and they have no top end really because it's electric. Right, right. It's just sixteen three seconds. Yeah. So no, it's a funny thing is I tell people that you know, like my my new truck has six point two liters, says it's three hundred eighty five horsepower at fifty, like five thousand six hundred RPM. The thing redlines at six thousand, so it's useless. Right. In other words, I got to damn near blow the thing up to get maximum horsepower. Michael McHale from yep. Rivian. I appreciate your time, sir. Thank uh, you, Michael. We got, we got uh, another yeah. break coming up. Let, let me tell you one thing. Two things. $62,000 starting price after federal tax. www.rivian.com. $1,000 order. If you put your money in now, you go to the front of the queue. Excellent. Thank you, sir. This Thank you, Michael. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> you 
got to build fast. Cement drawing! All right, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le grill? What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And if you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, 877-711-5611, you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And, Rich, and? Dan. And then? And the Firehouse Grill. Oh, yes, gift certificates to the Firehouse Grill for calling in. Yes, anybody that gets a question on the air, we're going to give them a gift certificate to the Firehouse Grill. Great place for lunch and or dinner. And they've got a lot of uh, very cool uh, beers on tap, too. And who do we have there on the line now? We have Dimitri on the line. Dimi- oh, Dimitri's been hanging on a while. Hey, Dimitri, thanks uh-huh. for hanging on. Uh-huh. My pleasure. Anyway, I listen to you guys all the time, and I learn quite a bit every time. <laughs> but anyway, the topic is we've got a summer cottage in basically northwest Wisconsin. Okay. And... Uh, up there, they built it for the winters that they fortunately don't have like that anymore because of uh, climate change where they get gets down to 30, 40 below. I'm not saying it can't. Sure. But now it seems to be coming back. But anyway, I wondered, I was listening to your section about the uh, attic and the insulation and all that and all that time. Since mm-hmm. the mid-70s, we just drain all the water out, drain the water out of the pump and uh, the pipes and the hot water heater. And I was wondering... The fact that we don't heat it over the winter time, because that would be prohibitively expensive for us. Sure. Am I compromising the structural integrity of the house at all? Because mm. uh, I got a metal roof, and uh, well, the snow just slides off the metal roof. I sure. mean, sometimes when we're up there in uh, no, October, actually, it, 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 if you were to maintain a constant temperature and humidity, the life of the structure could be extended. But are you doing anything that's going to cause immediate harm, or no? No. Because you're taking the precautions, you're winterizing it, and that's been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah. I think, you know, you're fine. It, the only thing is that if you uh, if you start getting, if it gets warm out really fast and you're, it stays cold inside, then you can start getting condensation problems, you know, inside the walls and, and on the furniture in the building. But if you're up oh. there when you start, if you open it up and, you know, ventilate it, mm-hmm. I, that, you're going to be fine as long as... Everything's staying, the inside temperature staying is the same as the outside, and you don't have any convection or any condensation issues, it's going to be fine. And that's where no insulation is probably actually better because that is going to migrate back and forth. And if you try to insulate it, you're going to create this cooler problem where it's going to right. get cold inside, but it can't warm up as fast, so then you're going to have start having condensation. So, yes. Yeah, I noticed that because we used to get mold on them also. Yeah. When we leave for the year. I crack all the windows open and just let the air yep. circulate throughout. That's it, exactly. So that seemed to help. Yep. We cut down on the mold, no mold problem, no more. I used to keep yep. it tight as a drum, but yeah. I found out that just created more problems. So. Yep, see, and, there, and there's why. So you want to make sure that it stays the same temperature, and as long as you're doing that, I, I think you're good. 
Yeah, that's why we say when you're going to, you know, when you buy an older home and if you want to make it more energy efficient, you really have to commit to the whole house as an assembly because you can't just do part of it. If you do part of it, you'll actually create bigger issues. Oh, I see. Okay. So (laughs) I had thought about doing that, but I thought, well, maybe not. So until I check with some people in the know like you guys. So, but I do appreciate it. And thank you very kindly. All right. Great. Well, thank you for the call. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for hanging on. Okay, take right. care. All right. Bye. Bye. There we go. All right, cool. And hey, off topic, um, yeah. you send an email back to Michael, send uh, CC me so I can stay in touch with him. Yes. Yeah, no, this this is uh, Michael McHale again from Rivian, Rivian Motor. It's Rivian.com. Go check this truck out. It's a great truck, great SUV, and it's it's built right here, here in Illinois. So, or it's going to be. Going to be. Yeah, they they bought. They're retooling Mitsubishi. right now at the old Mitsubishi plant and in Bloomington Normal. They're going to start rolling out next year, man. I know, thousand dollars to reserve one. So he said sixty-two thousand after the tax credit. Yep. So that means you're paying sixty-nine thousand. Right. Well, that's the other problem with some of these electric vehicles. Like even my truck loaded to the nines was fifty-four. Uh huh. <laughs> so you, you can, know what I mean. So then again, hit... do you buy it because you're into the all-electric thing? Uh huh. Now, the workhorse was supposed to be around 52. Yes. And now that's a gas and electric, but the or, range was long enough on electric that I would be fine. I wouldn't have to use the gas. Right. I think you got the option with the workhorse. You can buy an all-electric, or you can buy the one with the uh, with the backup generator on it, you know, that'll extend yeah. the extender they're calling well, it. Well, I, like I like the extender only because you can plug into it as well. Yes. Yeah, the, the workhorse was made to work. It's more of a fleet vehicle it's got a place to plug in you can plug in your saws you can charge you know your your battery operated stuff and um and then they use the same motor and generator that's in the bmw the i3 i think what we need is a producer (laughs) so that i can get one and you can get the other and then we will go out and play that see rich see there see now now see rich he's smart guy He's a smart guy, that Rich right there. See? We need one of each, and then we do the comparison. Yes. See? I mean, just normal daily work yeah. life, you know. See, but your your work life lends itself to the Rivian. You know, it's... it's, it's I, I don't know. I mean, you're not I don't have that much stuff tools. to put in the bonnet. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. You can put your briefcase in the bonnet. And, you know, you, you can you can uh, put your lunch bucket in there, and then you're off to work. You know, I need to lunch load up some tools. <laughs> I need tools. I got to load up. So that's well, where the work. I carry tools. I got. I have a hard hat. Oh yeah. Okay. I have a fire extinguisher. Uh huh. Well, the everybody should kit. have one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then, and my uh my my Klein job bag that has uh huh emergency stuff. You know, a right. hammer, sure. a tape measure. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Pliers. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it's your man purse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I always got to, you know, I end up on jobs, got to go do something. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You got to whip out the tools, you know, check out my client. Usually it's the tape measure and the notepad, but. (laughs) See, and all of that fits in the Rivian really nice, you know. (laughs) Fits in anything. It'll fit in a (laughs) smart car. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you a couple weeks ago I saw one of those trying to drive through the snow, 10 inches of snow? The, no. the, the ground Did it looked like a little plow, like a box blowing down the street. It was it was high centered on like three inches of snow. I'm like, what are you doing out here? Go home. 
Just all, all the wheels are just spinning, just sit, sitting there. It's unbelievable. So, okay, I don't know what's worse, seeing that in 10 inches of snow or seeing one on I-75 trying to go 85 miles an hour. <laughs> the squirrels were wore out <laughs> just trying to I get just, on the on-ramp. Like, you know if you even hit a pebble, you're going to die in that wreck. <laughs> oh. Nasty little things. Uh-huh. Um, yes. So uh, going back to the Rivian for a second, sure. I don't know if you mentioned it. It actually has a place where you store compressed air. For like, you can actually have a compressor in there for like, let's say you're going outdoors uh-huh. for like bike tires and such. Yeah, that's so cool to me. That is actually a really cool idea. Yeah, you get a, you get a tire that goes low. You can you can pump it up, and it's a it's a really it's a really good looking truck. No, I I am really like totally behind Rivian and the workhorse. I just my concerns are what I brought up with Ford announcing they're committing to this, right? Ford has a distribution network already set up, blah, blah, blah. Is, yep. Are these guys going to be fighting such an uphill battle at that price point that it's going to be difficult? And I hope not. You're right. Well, and I, and I guess, and then Chevy rolled out that they're doing a hybrid now. On, on yeah, the but they're all truck. going to do the hybrid. I mean, they've been doing the Volt. They did the EV1 back in 70-whatever. Right. So General Motors has had the technology for whatever reason They've just tried to stay in bed with Standard Oil. I don't know. And the Tahoe. You know what I mean? Well, no. They could have been. They Tesla would not even exist if GM had kept moving forward. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And they had the Tahoe for a while that was a hybrid, too. They were building that. So it's not like they don't have the ability to do it. Right. They just choose not to. No. And I mean, if you look back in history, the first vehicles were steam, yep. and then they went electric, yep. and then they, you know, Gasoline used to be a byproduct for making heating oil. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. R- yes. Really. Um, Rich, I think you kind of made your point, though, of, well, you know, you were saying that GM has been in bed with Standard Oil for how long, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's where Rivian and Workhorse and all that are going to get a lot of their business are people that are angry because there's, you know, GM's still supporting Fossil. So right. your people that are buying Teslas at this point you know, are going to buy, look at that SUV and say, oh my God, it's an amazing looking SUV that's fully electric and it's from a right. company that's not in bed with an oil company right. at this point. And I agree with that statement 100% because the other thing is that SUV, and I don't know if that's going to be 62000 either, because the Tesla X is what, 130000 Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's nuts. Yeah. And they're coming out, uh, the next one is the Y they're coming out with is based on the Model 3. And they're coming out, uh, you know, on the Model Three frame, and that's going to be an, uh, like the smaller SUV, like you know, like the like uh, just just it's like the uh, what do you call that? Crossover the e- style. Well, yeah, the crossover, the like the Equinox. Oh, so it's got yeah, your your smaller midsize kind of yeah, SUV because yeah, even yeah. the X isn't huge, but it's not tiny either. No, and like, it, but it's going to be a smaller crossover. That's um, listening. He said the EV1 was a great car, and I know I agree because what did they do? I think they only leased them. They didn't sell them. They only yep. leased like 300 of them, and yep. there was at least 10 or 15 people that hid their EV1s. They did not want to give them back. Yes, and there's only one survivor that GM stripped the technology off of it, but they ground the rest of them up. Yeah, they they, they collected them all. They wouldn't sell them. They, you got to lease them, and then they went back and they went and took them all back, and then ran them through the shredder. That's crazy stuff. There's one in a museum, but they took all the proprietary, you know, technology off of it. So, yep. you know, it's, it's sad. Now, I mean, trust me, it's, but again, going back to, to what you were just saying, Randall's, it goes down to, can you afford it? Okay. Right. I'm fortunate. If I had to drop 62 for a, a car, I could probably pull it off. How many people can't? Yeah. No, I know. 
But to, you know, those are those will then start to trickle down through the used market, and eventually everybody will be able to have one. The thing is, there's nothing that goes wrong with them, you know. Uh, Other than the batteries go bad, eventually and they only have a ten year warranty. Yeah, so you, you replace the battery pack and you're up and running again. How much so, is a battery pack? I don't know. Ten thousand. Now, wait in ten years. What's it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> you know. So, Once Standard Oil owns the battery company, they'll probably be twenty thousand. Because <laughs> unfortunately, that's how capitalism works. There you go. There now it all comes out. There we go. Excellent. All right, take another quick break, and uh, we got clutter clarity next. Wonder who's going to do that? Hmm. I don't Randall. know. Randall's got we it. Talk about cleaning hockey clothes. There you this go. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the, the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitch, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Mighty House. And if you do, you have a chance to win the Klein Tool of the Month, which is the 24-inch level. And if you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, it's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Yes. I will do clutter clarity. Oh, you're going to do clutter clarity? All yes, right. I have something for you. Oh, <laughs> now I'm nervous. I no, this will be this this will be great. It's a list. Okay, you can watch us on YouTube. You can catch up on older clutter clarity segments, and if you miss them, oh, you can you can catch up on older se- segments if you miss them. You can uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button below, and you will be notified when we post new videos. We try to get new ones out every week, but you never know. <laughs> we get them out when we really can. We got time to cut them up and put them up there. So, well, we're gonna have to get some done this week. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, because that following week I'm in Vegas for the Builders Show, so I mean we got to do them so that you got them in the bank. You know what I mean? Okay, so, cool. All right. Yep. And uh, Clutter Clarity is powered by Mister Floor Cleaning Products. And do we need, do we need to really even do this? I don't know that. No. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he was going to do, but uh, the, well, you know, we play the music, then we got to sing, but Robbie's not here, so. Well, I don't sing, so you could skip that. I don't mind the music, though. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. What do you do there, Randall? This is clutter clarity. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Randall. There you go. Uh. Okay, but Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Take it away, Rich. Aren't you going to do the, aren't you feeling like all messed up and you oh, got to clean up? Clearly. Clearly. But that's okay. You can do it. Okay. So this Clutter Clarity tip comes to you from Clutter Clarity LLC. Oh. Um, According to Shopaholic, Shopaholics Anonymous, there are six types of shopaholics. Do you ever think about that? People that go shopping all the time? Oh, so no. So you can be compulsive. Yes. Number one, compulsive. You shop when feeling emotional distress. 
thus you end up with more stuff in your house, right? More junk. More junk. Compulsive. Number two, trophy shopper. Always looking for the best perfect <laughs> item. Yeah. So you could go out to the stores for days and days and only uh, buy one item. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Then I'll do this quicker. Sure. Image. You shop to be seen as a big spender, often for flashy items. So you just keep putting up pictures of your recent purchase. Uh-huh. Bargain shopper. Shop for items they don't need because they're on sale. That's my mother. Uh-huh. And mother's <laughs> like that. Crack me up. Look at these. I got two for the price of one. I go, but we don't use those. So that's like buying <laughs> buying one is too many. Sure. Silliness. Goes on sale. Uh-huh. It's a good one. Bulimic. What? Shopping in vicious cycle of buying and then returning. Oh. How many people actually do that? I'm sure there's people that do that. Yeah. Well, they I buy- don't know if you call that buyer's remorse or if you just yeah, they- like the hunt and then they yeah. throw it back. Exactly. They they use the tool and then they put it back in the box and let somebody else deal with it. You right. know, they, they use it for the job. They need it and then send it back. And then the final one is collectors. They shop until they own every available option of a set. Uh-huh. And then that's different. That's if you're into a collection, you know what I mean? But it can still get out of hand. People that collect clowns or owls or <laughs> or whatever, right? Your whole house, every square inch is covered in angels. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crazy. Of course, all the ro- sh- stop- shops on the side of the road aren't helping because every day they have state spoons, right? So what sure. do you got to do? You got to go to every state so you have all the spoons. Yeah, or the magnets on the refrigerator, right? You got to get all the yes. state magnets, too. Well... You know, that's the funny thing. When I was younger and we were in sports, I always tried to be the best at everything. And then I found out you could buy trophies. Now I'm good at everything. (laughs) You buy trophies. It's much easier than playing the game. Yeah. Is is Trixie got her own show going back there? What's going on? Doesn't she always? Yeah. Just who who do we have on the line? We have Mackenzie on the line. Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. Hey Mackenzie, you've got a clutter clarity tip. You've got a clutter clarity tip? Morning. Oh, yeah. I you guys usually talk with my boss, Shay Lewis. So oh. I thought it would help out. Excellent. Oh, oh that's awesome. cool. Yeah, I, I should have known that sooner. I wouldn't have been talking so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I'd come rescue you guys. She told me to call at 9, but I was like, they sound like they need an organizer. <laughs> right. I Yeah, I told her 845 last night, but I don't think she realized, so... Oh. Uh, oh, so we've got well, we got a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, mission to organize, and Shay normally fills in when we can uh, for Robbie. But uh, go ahead. It- so we have been enjoying. I don't know if you guys have gotten any of the buzz about all the Marie Kondo stuff happening with the new Netflix show, but everyone is in an organizing tizzy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone is in a tizzy, but. We've been having we've been having a lot of fun helping people really set up some systems that are actually going to be really practical. A lot of her method is it's kind of fun to listen to because she's very um, has a very emotional approach to everything. So you know you, you feel every item of clothing and think about if it brings you joy and you oh. know she has to but you know there's a lot of <laughs> so there's a lot of hoopla around that. But uh-huh. it's been really cool to help people marry those ideas and really come up with some practical solutions. But uh, Robbie just says, toss it, get rid of it. She, you know, it doesn't care that your great grandmother <laughs> gave it to you. Get rid of it. We don't need that. Are you, well, used- she's a little cold like that. Yeah. She's way cold like that. <laughs> well, you know, you have to be, it kind of depends on the client, right? Like we have to be very 
gentle with some clients and you know I obviously don't I don't want anybody to throw away a family heirloom if they love it and use it and appreciate it and it brings them happy memories. Oh sure now but, you got me throwing you know, stuff away too. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know there but there are sometimes where people hold on to like just gifts in general you know like people hold on to things they're like well my great aunt Alice gave that to me and I don't know if she's gonna be upset if I give it away and I'm like well your great aunt Alice wanted you to be happy when she gave it to you I don't think she really was trying to cause you like internal struggle <laughs> so there's there's a balance there's a balance yeah so the the mental anguish of trying to get rid of something you know I guess that's the that's the question. Can you do it? You know? Right. Exactly. I mean, and there's so many tips that we give our clients about that help them make decisions, you know, like, you know, and it's everything from, do you have too many ladles in your kitchen? And you should probably take note of that uh-huh. <laughs> to, to, to the family heirloom, heirlooms and everything in between. So it, decluttering is, you know, it's only part of the organizing process and definitely something that's important, but not everything. How many wooden spoons do you, you need? You need a system. How many wooden How many spoons? Wooden spoons? Yeah. Three. I would say, tell me why, Rich. Or is that, was that Rich? Yeah, that, that was that? Rich. Because yeah. you don't ever want to use a spoon, a wooden spoon into two things unless they've been cleaned and dried. There, exactly. Exactly. So I would say, I would say you need, you need a wooden spoon for all those pans that you have right. that you should not be using a metal spoon on. Okay. So maybe you need one longer one for a big pot that you have, and maybe you need a shorter one for a smaller saucepan. Um, and then if the third one is in, in, you know, engraved with your grandfather's initials on it and you like it, then <laughs> sure, there's your three. Because <laughs> yeah, he made them but in his wood shop. for each one. Yeah, because right. he, was, he right. made them in his wood right. shop for everybody, right? There you go. Right. There was a reason for each one. And if there's a fourth and you can't tell me why you need it and it's taking up space in your drawer and it's ruining your functionality, then you should probably get rid of it. See, there and there there comes Robbie. Toss it. Get rid of it. You don't need that. Yeah, at that point at that point, yeah. And you know, some clients need the tell when we come in they say, Okay, I need you to be a little tough with me. So then those people I will I will yell at them, toss it because they told me to. (laughs) They told me to be tough. There you go. It's all movie test. Okay, so uh, Shay is out of out of the country right now, isn't she? She is out of the country, and she She's left out you. Of the she left you in charge. So it is. Uh, go ahead and give us your give us your information. We're heading a break here. Yes. So you can find us Mission Two Organized with the number two on Facebook. Our YouTube channel has a whole bunch of awesome how to videos. And if you need our help, you can find us on mission2organized.com, and we'll be there for your moves, your home organizing, anything you need. Excellent. Thank you. We'll be back.